with Exalted versus World of Darkness, City of the Bull God, Season 2, Episode 11. It is July 2022, and today we have... Brendan as the storyteller. Peter as Siraja Star, the Celestial Sensor, a Solar Twilight. Devin as End of Sadness of the Infernal Exalted. Alden as Layla Church of the Infernal Exalted. And Sam as Rowan of the Gatimians. All right, gang, as we are approaching the end goal of this game, as you guys are approaching the bull god, uh, if you all could give me a very quick or succinct, or I know we had a lot of things happen last session. Uh, so, you know, give the listeners a quick recap of what happened last session. SpongeBob like 40 benzos. Uh, what? That's my recap. Uh, betrayal on Mars. <laughs> oh yeah, we lost access to the Mars base. Yeah. Peter All is a royal in exile. Something uh. attacked Mars and the stars shuttled uh, Rigel back to Earth uh, just as the gates all closed and maybe broke um end of sadness is back and high off of their ass um he has discovered that hell is not as the heaven as he imagined or something to that effect the Layla is, Layla is uh found out that millie's uh playing for another team that she wasn't really paying attention to the existence of until now and has pledged to do something about that it wasn't that subtle if you watched Sailor Moon and knew about Uranus. <laughs> uh, Rowan took it... way too long to discover that things were going on. <laughs> oh, yeah. You met another Gatimian in the, yeah. in the cataract. Yeah, yeah, you did. You talked about an alternate world where the Order of Hermes is the brutal fascist vague organization and the technocracy are just the little baby boys. And I gave him limit pretty much every time I talked to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. I love that the takeaway is not that, oh, it's an opposite world where the Order of Hermes is the bad guy. It's like, no, that's what would have happened if the Order of Hermes won. They would have sucked. They're mages. <laughs> yeah, I mean, any I tradition that wins... Listen, as a mage fan, as someone who has run mage multiple times and who has enjoyed mage mostly from a not actually paying attention to the rules standpoint, that is absolutely what would happen the moment that any tradition wins the Ascension War. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm a mage fan too, even though I don't hang out with the community or play the game or read the books. But All right. <laughs> right. Go on. Well that's it. That's that's the joke. Oh, okay. A universe where nobody fan. knocked the arrogance out of the Order of Hermes. Yeah. And it just got keep doing its thing. So yeah, Millie is working for Mithras, and we got a little bit of background on Mithras. Um Mars got cut off in a first strike maneuver. Uh, to try and get ready for, you know, the big, whatever's going down. Well, Um, in fairness. In in the cataract and end of sadness. Well, the Viator of Null Space had a conversation with Edward John. Xavier. Xavier um, about stuff, about about Mithras and how Mithras is like taking ass, kicking ass and taking names. Mm -hmm. Now, in fairness, referring to to, to the Mars thing, you know, in canon, Doystep does fall, so, like, I figured it had to happen at some point. Uh, bye, canon. 
Truck Listen. not monkey. <laughs> Listen, may as well be someone who's close to you so you guys can take revenge on it for why that it falls. And hey, if you guys fix it quick enough, maybe it doesn't fall. Mm. But right now oh. it is super cut off. Should have made the game with like, wait, Teddy, he's the traitor. Let's, you know, grab him right now and stop him from whatever he's doing. Why did we even let him here? You telling me that, like I, I want to believe like there's an order of Hermes mage or like an independent there's independence right like the 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 sons of ether yeah um right? I I think that the independents in mage are either called hollow ones or they're the different crafts or yeah, they're, 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 they're so there's so many different bullshits with mage i've but already yeah. lost interest thanks mage um but one of the independents had to be like none of you fuckers had like fate reading powers or time reading powers not one of y'all was checking for this none of them are party mages cool. the big nerd that rules doisatep didn't you know, have the foresight right what a prick they should dethrone that guy they should he he's a big nerd who has the biggest nerdiest portrait in all of World of Darkness. I fucking love Porthos's portrait. I am the Grand Wizard. Dethroning him would involve... We don't use that title anymore. (laughs) (laughs) We don't use that title. The White Dragon Rises Again. (laughs) I'm tired that one. Thanks, Wizards. That about sums it up. Uh, And then I believe that... uh, End of Sadness sent a cyber demon to talk to Rigel and about how you guys are going to go dethrone God or something. I believe that that's where the we ended. The conversation essentially opened with uh, the Viator asking Rigel if he wanted to win the fucking Ascension War and Rigel not being a fool said yes. We can technically book it out to Doisatep to back them up even if the portals are down, but it's tough. How are you going to get there? I mean, the portals are like just a good, you know, here to there, point to point. But you can just head out into the Umbra and strike off in that direction on foot. It's just a long, dangerous journey. Yeah, I could probably get there eventually. Yeah, You could probably get there eventually. The guidance of, say, a a highly mobile spirit of wisdom that can fly... Uh, you'd be very likely to get lost before actually finding the path there. Yeah. Unfortunately, we don't have anything like a flying yeah, spirit of wisdom to guide us. Too bad we can't do anything like that. It's just I know you haven't watched Twin Peaks, because you should know the owls are not what they seem. <laughs> you should know that the owls are not what they seem. The owls are not what they seem. I should make owls a gadget to teleport to Mars, and there. Yeah, do it. We're going to need those jabronis. For the foreseeable future, we are cut off from Mars. For the foreseeable future, until things start happening in-game, you are cut off from Mars. My fucking wand that could teleport me anywhere across the your world in Umbra or whatever is out of charge. The dog ate <laughs> Did, Yeah, the dog ate all of them. Peter Wolfram saw the patch notes and was like, oh, darn. <laughs> My paradox ate it. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Negaroan came in and went, oh, these these look very fragile, and then dropped them and went, oops. Oh no, I can turn on like two of them a day. <laughs> That's not the rules anymore. We're working off of different rules. No. Uh, 
The game got patched for literally you. <laughs> this, game, this game got patched mid-season. Warlocks were overpowered. Don't worry, we have this other, you know, artifact that's sitting there in the closet. So you should, you know, time travel or whatever. No, you you need a Baskin-Robbins for that. Yeah, we'll just time travel back in time, hang out on the moon of Phobos or Deimos, sleeping, wait until Doist have to get cut off, then re-uncut off it, and then come back. Easy peasy, lemon sneezy. So anyway. Something so anyway. <laughs> so who's taking the initiative? So where are we starting off? Because I feel like that we left off on... Uh, Rigel getting called to go somewhere and I feel like that Devin had a plan of where to go from there and I'm a little like let's see where this goes because I've got NPCs ready All right, if not no necessarily scenes if no one's got a thing then the last thing we did was end up set, uh, Rigel and the Viator made a deal so I don't know it's probably going to take like a day or two for that to for, for the effects of that to start being fully felt <laughs> um, yeah I don't know None of you guys have like magic detection. You're not going to know anything's wrong. Um, does anyone else want to do their own thing before we cut to what End of Sadness is doing? Layla is at this point probably going to, uh, once she's able to get loose from her crew, probably going to head down toward the Gamma Cave and try and figure out what the fuck is going on with End of Sadness. Perfect. Yeah. It's probably Just, I believe at that point you're you're out of reality right now, right? Oh, I, I'm absolutely back on Earth. I'm here. I'm doing things now. I'm taking actions. I thought you did the five-day zap out. Okay, yeah. Timeline. timeline nope, Viter's, the Viter of Null Space was here on Earth in the Gamma Cave. The Gamma Cave has been rebuilt and changed. This all was, uh, this was the, last, the end of the session, so it might be the thing you guys remember the least. Yeah, it was, uh, uh, we basically did uh, End of Sadness coming in and out of uh, reality as little vignettes uh, throughout the, the, the downtime. Yeah, kind of kind of stitching it all together. Fair enough. So, am I hearing Gamma Cave as the scene here? Uh, just a quick question. I do have Destiny Fouling Gesture, which basically makes me attuned to destiny and i assume everything has gone wrong everywhere right things are very much beginning to go wrong everywhere um does it do anything specific that i should be aware of uh it lets me detect any changes to destiny um i usually can just cancel it outright but not if it's done by said or Gatimian or some super high powered so probably that's like if mages use time or fate or, yes, yeah, said you don't do some shenanigans to alter it, that's probably what you're detecting. Yeah. Maybe um, someone's doing that. Yeah, it's for countering other specific. Oh, powers. you know what? It specifically says a demon wielding lore of patterns. Mm -hmm. Um, Give me just a moment to pull up a certain someone's character sheet. Okay. Yeah. That was good old lore of patterns. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just wanted to see if that uh, Mithras actually has lore patterns or not. Worth noting, uh, the demon lores like were written in a weekend, so they're mostly bad. So if you feel like amending them to make more sense or be more useful, I'm not going to object. <laughs> That's fair. 
That is totally fair. Where did I put it? Not, not, to, not to shit on the, the author who did that on the Wolf Chance. You know, in a weekend. Listening, yeah. No, I mean, I know that was... Uh, it, so for anyone listening, uh, the reason the, the lores and like the powers in Demon the Fallen are like really of uneven quality and fucked up is that, in my understanding, um, the author who was on that project had a medical emergency and had to bow out at basically the last minute. So they had to uh, hi- they had to bring in a replacement author to do a huge chunk of the systems on that book. Uh, essentially, like a, a huge chunk of that book was written fr- of the systems for that book were written in about a week from scratch, like just just before the final deadlines, where they had to like publish or Borders was going to be like, okay, well. Uh, if we yeah. stiff us on another, you know, uh, on, on another deadline for a release, uh, we're just going to stop carrying problems. Oof. So it's like, so that is that is why the powers in Demon the Fallen are fucked up is they were uh, emergency replacement job with not enough time for testing or anything, wow. but basically just rushing the first draft into print. Well, because um, distribution chains suck. <sighs> I will let you know right now, um, there, at least from the Mithras side of things, okay. uh, since you do have that power, you are not detecting uh, any kind of manipulation of destiny in this case. Okay. Um, but since you do specifically have that power, and I feel like that you having something that like looks into people's destinies, I feel like that you would probably... Mm, if you want to give me a perception and a cult, a, yeah, let's go with the cult roll. I think that's the one that you roll for that anyway. Uh, roll. I will give you a little bit of information. Okay. I was just trying to have an excuse for Rowan to go running down into the Gamma Cave, honestly. You guys can just uh, visit your friends, you know. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> you're there. You you're supposed to be in hell. In. You just bring a keg or some water or a board game. <laughs> I will let you know that you're not going to get the option to cancel it out because it's not actually yes, don't worry. an fine. effect. But you okay. will get some information. Uh, obviously, difficulty six, since that's what the uh, the charm says. Okay, that's five successes. Okay. With five successes, um, how do you think that Rowan sees people's destinies it's definitely much more of a feeling uh in behind the ear just kind of a ringing headache almost like things okay are going to happen and he knows what it's going to be but he doesn't clearly understand why obviously okay there's a there's a sense of weirdness going on there's a sense behind the ears or uh at the back of your head, or maybe even uh, the, uh, the the small hairs on the back of your neck standing up. When you look at people on the streets of London, they are look moving about in a way that is patterned and organized, as anyone moving about on a city street would be. But you have this feeling of chaos coming that no one knows what's going to be coming and every now and again 
a lot more often than you would like to admit, there are people that pass you by who strike you as on a path, like they know their own destiny. Um, if you could give me a perception and awareness versus difficulty seven. Okay, perception and awareness. Yes, and I would be willing to lower that if you have any charms that uh, detect either other supernaturals or specifically the undead. No, this is actually something I'm not very good at at the moment. Not in a good, uh, uh, what you call it? Uh, alchemy. Uh, okay, it's difficulty seven, you said? Yes. Uh, just one success. Just one success. Okay. Um, with one success, it's hard to focus in on that feeling. You know that it's there, and you know that there are some people who have a good sense of where that they're going. Um, the people that you see who have a good sense of where they're going move about with confidence and have it's hard to tell but you could swear that they have longer limbs than usual or maybe they're taller than average or their faces are more angular there's something off about a good chunk of people on the street okay that would probably get Rowan heading to either Rigel's place or the Gamma Cave, depending on which one you want me to arrive at. So there we go. Got that solved. Excellent. Okay. Guys, uh, we're on a Brian Lumley story. Guys, things are weird again. <laughs> you know about this stuff. So. Uh, we go back to the Gamma Cave. Uh, unless, of course, anyone else has anything to do on the way there. We've all been here a couple times. Uh, but it sounds like that... I was going to say, it sounds oh, like cool. it's changed. Yeah. Uh, so to give you guys, get you guys back up to speed, just from the last session, the Gamma Cave used to be like an underground like bomb shelter and tunnels and stuff from like the World Wars in London, like under the sewers and shit. And it was being turned into a nice place to live with like lighting and internet and power and cabling being run by smart rat demons and stuff. Like it, it was being turned into a place. It's not a place anymore. It's been cored out and tunneled. Now, as you go deeper and deeper into the sewers to get to where the Gamma Cave should have like started, there's like this transitional, almost exalted border marsh-esque system where it starts being like underground tunnels and stone and starts becoming exactly what the hell of null space felt like girders and steel and machinery growing out of the ground and around you and you're ensconced inside some sort of big machine at the center of the gamma cave where end of sadness usually lived on top of the uh the dragon's nest it looks like a giant reactor core like it's a room that's cylindrical but the ceiling's low and there's like an hourglass shaped like you know structure in the middle and it's all bent inward with mirrored surfaces to reflect radiation and power. There are rods, like giant metal rods coming out of the ceiling and the floor, and they're spewing water everywhere that's turning into steam. It's, it looks, it looks like a nightmare. It looks like a nightmare. 
And it's full of Bakamono. It's full of Formori. Like, my cultists, they're back. They're here. And, and they they're not, different. right? They're, they're different now. They don't look like people who just had limbs and stuff replaced. They look like full-on Metal Gear Rising Revenge and Cyborgs at this point. There's animals down here and drones. As you're walking through, you see them. There's like rat-shaped like Boston Dynamic drones that look like they were made in no factory on the planet because my hell has advanced technology and production facilities. These people are arming themselves, by the way. Uh, uh, Rowan and Layla's are coming down. Like they have like, you know, basic weapons like guns and knives and swords and stuff, but they don't look like they were made or bought here on Earth. They look like they were manufactured somewhere else. They're not magic or anything. They're just different, alien-looking. And everyone, everyone bows when you walk in, every single one of them. They all get on their hands and knees and touch their forehead to the ground in your presence. How do you all react to that? Layla <laughs> fishes out her cell phone and dials Rigel up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Rowan turns around, thinking there's someone important behind him. Oh. Oh, no. Wait. Did, did, uh, Holden, real quick, did you just say that Layla takes out her cell phone and dials Rigel up? Yeah, he needs to get down. <laughs> Isn't Rigel already here? I thought it was just well, me and Sam. This is later. Oh. We've gone to later. Rigel's left. He's not here anymore. We had a conversation and he left, unless he wants to be here and came up to check on in. But End of Sadness ain't here. All these people are leaving. Like they're packing up supplies and materiel and then like onto like mule robots and they're going topside. You could talk to them, ask them where they're going. Yeah, that's, 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 uh, that's Rowan's job. I'm, I'm calling him the, the smart guy. <laughs> this is above our pay grade. <laughs> Ah, hello. Oh, hey. Oh, sorry. Let's let's talk to somebody. Let's. Hey, hey what? What so, are you doing? Uh, End of sadness appears to have built a nuclear reactor or something under London and a mutant cyborg army. It's. I am concerned. There's something very weird going out outside. And last time, something very weird outside. It was end of sadness. I th am concerned. Do we have to kill End of Sadness? That would be very bad. No, he seems to be back with a vengeance for everything. Not against, you know, us, just uh, me for us, it seems. <sighs> okay. Um, uh, uh, you... you might want to get down here. This is... Yes, my lord. The person you said you to. Oh, no, no. Uh, let go first. I'm just talking to Rigel. Fuck it, just basically tells Rigel to get his ass down to the Gamma Cave. Shit has gotten weird. The, uh, the, the people there, as, uh, as Devin has described, are bowing to you all. Uh, Devin, stop me if that I'm, uh, stepping on any of your cultists' feet here, but I feel like that, uh, considering that they consider the rest of these, uh, Exalted here, part of End of Sadness's pantheon. They are probably paying the utmost respect to the point where that they are uh, offering drinks, uh, offering uh, 
amenities, uh, any kind of comfort that uh, these two would require. We've moved past that phase. They're part of the Pantheon and they're kind of untouchable people at this point. So it's more like deferred respect and bowing and giving them whatever they want and letting them move on because we've moved, we've moved past us all being buds smoking pot. <laughs> they left, they left the afterlife for this. Okay. They're here. They're here on work. Oh, I, 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 I meant more that like, you know, they see these two coming oh, yeah. to the gamma cave and they're like, the Oh, absolute de- deference. The, the reverence and deference has gone beyond like we're friends to you are literally part of our religion and our religion turned out to be true. Like, 100% our yeah. religion was true. These are these are the people these are the other gods that our god is a part of. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure that I was understanding what sure. you were putting down. So basically we're a little bit would you offer a Fanta to an angel of the Lord if it's exactly. shattered? <laughs> Blazing listen. with light and a halo in your living room. Listen, this listen. <laughs> does the fan does the angel of the Lord want a Fanta? Because if so, then yeah, I fucking would. The Basically, angel of the Lord shows up in fucking Juggalo war paint. The man, right? there you go. Listen, if you ask for it, they will they will get it by. Whatever means necessary. No, I um, don't want the Fanta. I want to know what's going on. <laughs> I will note uh, for Rowan, who has that uh, that that destiny sense. Yes. You are not. Uh, this is the first time since that you've been on the Greater London area that that feeling isn't present. Oh yeah, you're. Oh yeah, right. What I did to this place, right. <laughs> It's just it's just like the white room. It's just like the white place. I wouldn't say that it's like that. I would say that it's more like there are so many other factors going on above London that down here where that everything kind of knows where it's going and isn't being manipulated and is doing what they want that feeling isn't present and I'll, and if that feeling had stayed while that you were out on the greater London area, this is, I mean, besides also having a dragon's nest here, this is honestly a little bit of a relief for you. All right. Okay. The absence of noise. Absence of noise. Yeah. You, you can fast travel here. There are no enemies present. (laughs) Okay. So it doesn't feel like it's related unless it's some strange thing, but this is bad. This is something's going on. Uh, you, what are you arming for? What's, oh, what's all these yes, weapons for? How can I help you? Answer the question. We are heading topside to continue to begin the campaign as our Lord has demanded. Um, wait, you haven't met up with them yet. With them yet. Um, would you like the location so you can join them? They're waiting for you in the boardroom. Yes. The boardroom. Okay. okay. They uh, put one of their fingers in the bottom of your phone and give you GPS coordinates. All right. Well, let's go talk to End of Sadness. See what madness this is. Brendan, I, I Rigel with our are. new location we're heading toward. Yeah. Do you just follow the GPS co- coordinates or do you look at where the, the uh, end location is? I mean, I'll look at the end location. How do you how do you get someplace without looking at where you're going? I, 
Okay, yeah, but pick also... Pick up a phone. But also, you could just pick up a rat take phone and the, the rat phone could flight. squeak directions to you. <laughs> take the next right. <laughs> I'm going to look at Google Maps, zoom out, see where it's going, and then head there. In 500 is... meters, give me some cheese, bitch. That's what <laughs> <laughs> it is taking you to the cor- to the London corporate headquarters of the Pentex Mega Corporation. What are you Watch doing there? Oh my god. What's going on? Okay. <sighs> okay. Let's go to the blasting mirror place. Okay. Um oh. obviously Rowan, you know that uh Pentex uh Oh, was right. a had a subsidiary uh, that you used to work for called uh, Labyrinth Architecture. Yes. So, uh, do you do you all want it to be Twenty Fenchurch Street? Because I feel like that's really appropriate. I thought that's what you were setting up. I'll be honest. <laughs> I mean, if it is, yeah, it is. yeah. You know what? That place is evil enough. It should happen like a third and a fourth time. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh god, building. that fucking thing! Yeah, yeah, the, the laser building. <laughs> welcome, yeah. welcome to the welcome to the Pentex headquarters. Archimedes Defray. <laughs> uh, I, I literally thought that's what you were so, setting up. <laughs> so this is so this is the third time this has been referenced technically because the first time we went there and fought some Nefandi. The second time it got referenced, it's actually part of the pentagram that the Nefandi set up. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. It makes yeah. sense to me. And now, Anda Sadness has taken it over. So, uh... Yeah, the exterior of the building, when you eventually get to it, um, there's a lot of... Is it going to be the, the fucking set of mayhem inside of there? Is that what we're walking into? I don't, I don't know what mayhem is. Wait, do you mean mayhem like the death metal band? No. Oh, okay. Uh, the, the, the movie with, um... Oh! The guy from The Walking Dead is like Penny. Yeah. Or Glenn, no, no, Glenn, I know, I know who you meant. Yeah, yeah, the guy who played get Glenn. Glenn, yeah, Glenn, Glenn. I don't, I don't. I, oh, it's, a, it, it's, it's actually pretty matter. good. The outside of the building has a bunch of broken windows. There's concrete barriers everywhere, maybe some what looks like gun holes. And okay, so that'd no, be yes. So no emergency services either. Like, there's no fire truck, no ambulance, no cops. There's no crowd. Um, there's like a brief, bar- there's like a brief little area to like push people away and signs that a movie is being filmed. But other than that, the sounds coming from inside the building, totally ignored. The place is overrun with, well, the people who follow End of Sadness. Um, Again, Rowan, as you step out onto the Greater London area, that charm kind of pings and you can feel people being pulled away from here. But when you step inside of the building, it is calm, despite everything about this place. Yeah, there's a lot of people nailed to the wall and a lot of human sacrifice that went on here. It's pretty bloody. There was a a firefight. It's rough. There was... This place also looks like hell. This also looks like in the sense of hell, because I I barren wasteland inflicted this place too. Oh God! As I said, the are like spiral dancers. 
<laughs> yes, actually, there are, uh, as you proceed further inwards, there are, uh, there are black spiral dancers throughout this whole facility. Some of them are crucified to the walls. Some of them are subservient to the cultists here. Uh, there's basically a private military force that has at some point turned in on itself and eventually going through here, you guys would make it to the boardroom where the last member of your atrocity of exalts is. So to set the scene a little more, the boardrooms table, whatever gauche piece of shit table from uh, the kids in the hall brain candy is there has been turned into has been warped by barren wasteland and fiction into this twisted slab sacrificial altar there's a bunch of dead ceos and a couple of live ones strung up around the area and of sadness sits not the head of the table just at the table um in a suit that to best describe it a lot of these bodies are missing parts of their suit and i have craft charms like perfect craft charms so i made a suit out of everyone else's suit and i used their blood to ink it in hound's tooth uh, and I'm sad as sitting at a chair, going over screens, talking to people. And there are like monitors everywhere, computer monitors all over the place. And they're all counting down to different things. Um, real quick question for you, Devin, because um, you said you inked it in Houndstooth. Uh, what exactly does that mean? Look at Houndstooth uh, pattern, like the Houndstooth pattern. Like if you Google Houndstooth clothing pattern, that in human blood for the suit. It kind of looks like a tiny checkerboard almost. Yeah, it's a nightmare. It, it'll make you sick to look at it. Houndstooth clothing is real busy. Oh! I I mean, I'll be honest, I had no idea, but I was trying to pretend like the listeners had no idea as well. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That in blood, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's horrifying. Their blood, not mine. Oh. So I'm I'm assuming all these people did something to have this coming. They always do. You're all here. Is Rigel here? Did Rigel come? Yeah, Rigel comes. Hey, Rigel. Perfect. Good. We're here for the meeting. Excellent. Um, so, first item of business, what the fuck? Sure, absolutely. Um, any other items of business? Like, what? do you got anything else for me before I start? What do you want? Uh, second Did item of business, are you still high off your pits, or are we actually going to... Yeah. Uh, is this is this Viator? This is the end of sadness. It's just it's just the human oh. being, cyberware and all now, because part of their head has been replaced. They have like the constellation of their cast symbol with like metal studs in their brain now. It's like a half shave mohawk. Looks great. <laughs> I had a I had a stylist do it. Yeah, I wasn't high off my tits, Layla, but let's talk about that. So this conversation is kind of just for you, Layla. Like Rigel is obviously on board and Rowan couldn't stop us. You're really <laughs> the future here. So I have really no idea how to really begin this except by asking you some rhetorical questions. Is that okay? Is that all right, Layla? Layla's eyes just narrow a little bit. Cool. All right. Okay. So I figured out pretty much every problem I was having by figuring two numbers out. Two numbers that basically make my entire life what it is. That first number is 222, which is the full cycle of when I can be in my paradise before I get ripped back here and can go back. 
yeah, turns out I can't stay in null space forever. <laughs> I just get yanked right out. And I figured out why. Um, if you care, I can explain. It doesn't matter. The point is I can't really do anything about it. I have to stay on Earth for half of my existence. About 220 hours, maybe 240 if I push it. So I'm trapped here on this miserable fucking rock. And I didn't want to be trapped here, Layla. I wanted to leave and not have to deal with this. But I can't not deal with this, so I'm here. So yeah, welcome back to the world. Yeah, thanks. And hey, yeah, I mean, you were right. You you were fucking right when you were down there, right? This was a sideshow. It was it was small potatoes. It was nonsense. It didn't help anyone because the real world was here and was still going through stuff. So I'm here now and I'm not doing a sideshow attraction anymore, right? That's what we all wanted, right? I'm not coming at you guys, by the way. I'm just devastated emotionally. Yeah, I, I sort of picked up on that when you either... Uh, either uh, done a mountain of cocaine or out of your fucking mind at our last meeting. Yeah. So that other number I want to throw at you real fast, coming at you real quick, is uh, it's 96. You know what 96 is important for, Myla? You know what 96 means? It's, Enlighten me. It's about the time where the following happens. Confused thinking, false beliefs, hallucinations, extreme emotional responses, Changed behaviors, delusions. Do you, you know what those are? Those are the symptoms of sleep deprivation psychosis, Layla. I looked it up. Happens in about 96 hours. Out of your fucking mind, then. Gotcha. Yeah, you know what happens to a human being when they go 20,000 hours without sleep? Nobody fucking knows, because they die after about 220-ish. Hmm... So, surprise, surprise, I get to my paradise, and the first thing I do is I fucking sleep, Layla. I just sleep. For the first time in a long time, I don't have any nightmares or problems. I just conk right out. And then, as soon as I close my eyes, I get kicked out into Earth. And then I go back, and then I get kicked out again for 200-ish hours, when all that kicks in. What I'm saying is, Layla, is I was not high off anything I think I just couldn't sleep because I'm rested now. I'm aware, focused even. So have you, you are familiar with like the numbers 16 and eight, right? I don't know what that means, Layla. That's how long most people stay awake and then they sleep and then they do it again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you've seen me sleep. You were seeing me sleep for that whole year we were in the hollow earth. What happened every time I woke up? Uh, luck screaming, mostly. Yeah, I keep reliving a memory that's not mine, Layla. And apparently, even though that I can, you know, take a bunch of gunshot wounds, break my arms, rip parts out of myself, replace them, do things to myself that no one else should survive, apparently sleeping is something that I eventually pick up lag on. So I come back here, and I realize that I'm going to need to sleep. And I dig deep, like I told you all I always would. It's how our powers work. You dig deep enough for your solutions. And I found a way to here. I found a way to let the Viator be in charge while I nap. So I did it, because I deserve that comfort. And, and then, this is what oh, it no, no, did no. while it was in charge. Oh, no, we're getting there, Layla. We're, we're, we're about to approach there. See, the Viator and uh, uh, Rigel um, made a deal where Rigel and his family are going to perform a coup on the Order of Hermes and take over as president for life forever. 
And the Vire and I decided to be their private military army for it. And the mages basically are going to fall in line and agree because they love Rigel. He makes more mages. Rowan couldn't stop this, but you could. So I'm going to give you the pitch. And I'm going to give it in the only way I know how to get a real response from you. Lila at this point shoves a dead executive out of a chair and sits down in it. I am a unstable war criminal with powers of hell that continuously do extreme, unpredictable things. Pause, bookmark. Uh, is that an actual nuclear reactor you've built down the Gamma Cave, and do I need to get myself decontaminated? Yes, no, but maybe Rowan does. Uh, I don't know if you're immune to radiation. We are. I don't know that I'm immune to radiation. Well, you've been hanging around me long enough that you haven't got sick yet, and I'm constantly giving off rads. My blood is radioactive, Layla. I replaced it with a small hydrogen, or with a small um, fission breeder. My sweat is radioactive. We'll file that under things that should have come up a while ago. Continue. Yeah, I don't know. I thought you guys would have noticed. I was, again, uh, not thinking clearly. I don't really carry a Geiger counter around with me. Yeah, right? So, uh, where was I? War criminal, right? Yeah, so I'm a big nightmare that constantly causes problems for you and does unpredictable things and changes people into robot monsters and animals. I make machines alive to do my bidding. And all of these counters up on the screen right here, Layla, are countdowns until I eventually break the firewalls and protection systems around the NATO-aligned nations that have nuclear weapons and get access to their launch platforms. Now... I don't want to launch them. That's not my intention. But we're going to do this Iron Man style. I give you the best pitch of why of what's going on here. And we'll let you go from there. So these are all alarming things I've just said to you. And I'm doing them. And I got to say, Layla, I don't feel a single bit of disquiet or guilt about it. I feel absolutely at peace now. I've completely woken up. I'm here in the room with you. I'm not somewhere else. I'm not looking forward to something that's never going to happen. I'm not in the past. I'm here. And everything I'm doing was the right action, more or less. And it's going to be good for people. So with that in mind, what I want is the thing everyone wants. I want there not to be, I want there to be peace on earth. I don't want there to be suffering. I don't want people to starve. And no, I don't want to do it by turning them into monsters. And you guys know that because any time that I've had a chance to fix someone without turning into a monster, I've tried to take that route. I've done more with this power in two years to make people's lives better than I ever did in the 60 I was alive as a mortal. And I'm making things better. Well, and I visibly make... blinks at that because Ben Sanders does not look right. like a... Yeah, does not look like an elder. Yeah. So I'm here to fix things. And I have a deal with Rigel where Rigel will be comfortable letting me continue to operate. Rowan, again, I'm not really trying to put you down, but you're just, you just, you just can't, you can't intervene unless like you and Layla teamed up and took me out right here. So with all that, Layla, here's the thing. I want to make things better. I want to help people. I want to stop there being suffering on earth because I honestly believe if there was no suffering on earth, the gravity of human sorrow would not magnetize me to this place. And I could go back to hell and just be at peace. My hell doesn't have suffering in it on the same scale the other ones do. It just doesn't. I've tried to add people to it that suck, like gestures at this building. It's not going to do it. 
not in the scale, not in a way that would be, a, I, I would tolerate or want to have around my afterlife. So the suffering on an earth has to go. And that means Pentex has to go. Do you know what this place is? Do you have any idea what this fucking company is? I asked that goddamn werewolf and a bunch of vampires and I ripped the information out of these people's minds. This is like some sort of super evil cartoon company bent on destroying the world. Not for profit, but because they literally worship the end of the world as a living thing that the werewolves fight. Like, they talk about it. They have a name for it. It has minions. Some of those minions worship me because I'm apparently they're the avatar of it. And that was a real great scam I pulled on them when I came in here and told them to worship me right up until they started sacrificing their numbers down where my uh, military force could wipe out the rest of them. But this place is just here. It's one of hundreds of thousands across this place. You got the vampires and the wizards and the actual billionaires and actual royalty all running around making things fucking awful. And your world is over. Your polar ice caps have melted. Your diseases are running rampant. The resources are gone. There is no great space race coming. There's no asteroid farming that's going to fix things. It's over for Earth. So these people have to go. And they all have to go. We're going to take them all out. We're going to remove suffering and misery from the planet. And Rigel's going to make a bunch of wizards and build an entire wizard army so that we can change... Um, th those fucking wizards lost this thing called a, a reality war or an ascension war. A thing that lets you control how the world operates. They lost it. So we're going to win it. We're going to win this ascension war. Again. Forever. Permanently. And we're going to reshape this place to be literally what I promised everyone the moment I took my second breath. An end. Not a pause, not tolerable so people can forget about it. An end. No more. But I don't want to go do this just so after we kill Mithras and get half the way there that you decide, all right, now's the time to kill me and get rid of me because I'm uncontrollable and I'm, I'm whatever. I don't want that. I don't want to put all this effort in and hope. I don't want to hope that things are going to get better just to be inevitably betrayed at the end because I'm too dangerous to exist. So talk it out with those two. I'll hang out here. Figure out what you want to do with me. If you want to kill me, go for it. I'm pretty sure you could take me. I don't know. Probably a 50-50 split if you and I uh, duped it out. But I'm leaning no more on your end, Layla. But I, I don't want to drag it out. I don't want. I, I can't do the nervousness. I can't do the anxiety. I can't do the anticipation. As far as I understand, you people are the closest things I've ever had to friends since I got my last group of friends killed in the worst ways possible. By this company, by the way. Assholes. Layla so, is, just pinch, is just rubbing the bridge of her nose at this point with her eyes shut. So it's you. I'm going to leave it to you. You're the one who complains and has the most problems with how I operate and seem the most uh, afraid of me. So I'm going to trust your instincts on this, Layla. You make the call. If I can interject here for just a moment, while this decision is made, while the conversation with your companions needs to happen, while you are trying to decide the Paragon or Renegade option, <laughs> while the conversation wheel opens, there are two things that I want to address. The first and most important to this scene is, is that, yes, I have already talked this over with Devin. If you all decide to end the sadness here, that is a completely valid choice and I will have something for him to do uh, during the finale. The second thing, uh, 
just to uh, really quick circle back onto the first, I just wanted to make sure that everyone knew that uh, you weren't going to like be screwing your friend over like in game, like you weren't going to like screw him over from uh, participating in, in, in the last game. Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to make it very clear that like, this is an actual option that you have. You're not screwing, you're not screwing yeah, someone out of having a- fun. It's not a, oh, and you're a total asshole. This is legitimate because I don't care. I don't care about characters, guys. You can kill my uh, character all day, every day. It doesn't matter to me. Doesn't, doesn't, doesn't uh, tire my shoulder. Devin has obligated to PvP. <laughs> Devin has obligated to have PvP on. <laughs> yeah, like in Diablo The other the thing about channel. this, and I hate to harp on this, but. End of Sadness has been very clearly gesturing at Rowan as, let's say, weak. And I know that Rowan currently has an intimacy that needs to be replaced because he has an intimacy versus his enemy who's been dead for a couple of uh, couple of sessions. How does... I'm not asking you to take a limit from what your friend is saying and basically saying that you're not powerful enough. But what I want to know is how does Rowan feel about this? Because it has come up at least three times by my count of you can't stop me. I mean, he's, he's not wrong. Rowan's not exactly a fighter or anything. He survives he gets out of the way the best he can do is delay people and that's i think he's underestimating how powerful that can be mm-hmm. 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 like that also factors no. into it Ro- rowan often doesn't want it as badly as other uh, other yeah. insults do in this some people want it really badly and rowan sometimes doesn't go right there. i think it's more that he feels betrayed by that end of sadness Okay, than that, anything. that's fair. And that's what I'm looking for. I wanted to know what your feelings were on that, because I think we're definitely getting the Layla feelings. And I feel like that everything has told us where that Rigel stands on it, considering that End of Sadness is willing to literally let them win the Ascension War. But and Rowan, I wanted to know where that he stood on everything. And also internally, Rigel, you know, knows exactly how far End of Sadness is going to go based on our conversation about that splendor. Mm-hmm. Yes, but also Rigel knows that, hmm, if we kill him, that wasn't that option earlier, but that also means he oh, get the soul. this is intentional, dude. <laughs> no, 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 you don't get it. This is all part of the plan. Two, there's, there are two ways this is going to go down. Either all of us walk out of this room, or one of us doesn't. Either way, Rigel's going to win because Rigel <laughs> is in charge here. Rigel is literally royalty, and we're sitting on the corpse of a nation that proved that being royalty just makes you better than your fellow man. <laughs> yes, I wanted Our to know how that, how that Rowan felt about that. Yeah, uh, This is definitely going to form an intimacy. I'll have to probably think of one over the weekend. But... Move myself. Yeah, that does put him at nine limit. You <laughs> <laughs> know what? One more. One more. You know what? I really feel like that prove myself is worthy. Yeah, that's solid. Is a good is a good intimacy to pick up from this. It's tangible. 
I'll consider it. Okay. Okay. Uh, unpause. Let's get back to the drama. Oh my fucking Christ. <sighs> Buddy. Before all this happened, but just just, just setting aside the idea, the the assumption that there's no one else out there like us. How would you have felt before all this, where you had a head full of gears and a heart full of heavy water, it sounds like, Jesus Christ. How would you have felt about going 12 rounds with Floyd Mayweather? I don't know who that is, I'm sorry. Oh, you're right, like, 60. Um, Mike Tyson. Ah, yeah, he would definitely murdered me in a fight. Do you know anybody who you would have felt confident sending up against him? Nope. How about everybody you knew all at fucking once? Probably not, no. How about everybody in the entire fucking state where you lived all at once? I mean, I wouldn't want to be the first 30 guys, but maybe. So... I understand you're disappointed, and I understand it seems easier to try and conquer the entire world and solve all of its problems than to deal with your personal bullshit. I really do. And I don't even disrespect the sentiment behind it. But there's a thing called fucking pacing. Why? Who says? Do you really feel up to fighting all of the G1 nations at once, plus all these other supernatural assholes, plus every branch of this fucking hellhole? It's not really Plus the whatever the fuck Mithras is, plus all the vampires, plus all the goddamn mages, or can we maybe handle this piecemeal and not bring down 14 shitstorms on our head at the same time? The plan isn't to attack the world at once, but I understand your concern. And you know the fact that you don't really well, know. Well, right what the now plan you appear to be hacking weird. every major nuclear mainframe at the same time, and that's going to be plenty to hand, and that's going to be plenty to have our fucking hands full with. A hack doesn't. Uh, once I gain access, that doesn't mean they'll know I have access. But yes, I understand what you're saying. People will notice, and yeah, we'll have to take appropriate action for that. The rest of us actually do sleep, and it's sort of important. Layla gets up and walks around the table and she puts both hands on End of Sadness's shoulders. I respect the sentiment, but you need to be a little bit smarter about how, about how we're doing this. I don't know, Layla. Every day of my life I've been told that we've been moving too fast. Even before I knew you all. And you know what that got me? It got, uh, it got me a bunch of dead relatives and friends and nothing. In two years, really one year as far as this calendar is concerned, because we time travel, I've saved more people than I ever did before. I have more power now to help and nurture and grow other people's lives than I did when I ran an entire commune of people dedicated to that. Our powers let us save this world, and we can save it, but we can't let it keep going the way it is. And Layla, like... 
look at the news. There's stuff going on there that's even, there's stuff, you know the stuff we dealt with like a week ago where, or no, like a month ago now at this point where we stopped a guy from ending the world? That world was going to end. Like again, like there was going to be a doomsday. It would have been game over and we had to stop it. We're already doing this, Layla. It's already happening. These things are happening across the planet. There are four of us. And One someone like five. us out there is going to do exactly what I do and gain first strike capabilities against the world. Every one of these countdowns is me trying to stop something bad from happening before it happens. I'm trying to prevent catastrophe. What does your perfect world look like in your head? In my head? What a perfect world looks like? I never got that far. I never got that far because I never really believed I'd get that far, Layla. Honestly, I was just happy to think, you know what? I'll do my best and I'll die and no one will remember me, but I'll know I tried because this is a mundane world. There's nothing going on in it that wasn't going, there's nothing going on in the dark that was ever going on in the light. You live, you die, and you try. And then, five seconds before that was supposed to happen, a demon rat showed up and told me, no, 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 no. You're not someone who tries. You're a war criminal. You're someone who makes the world worse. Join with me. I'll give you unlimited power and we'll burn this place to the ground in our image. And because I'm a coward, Layla, I said, yes, please. And then I realized everything I ever did in my life was, a, was, was for nonsense. I don't know what a perfect world looks like, Leia. It's impossible to comprehend because I've never seen what a good world looks like. I've never seen what an adequate world looks like, Layla. But I can try. And if not, Layla crouches, us, crouches down next to me. Real quick, mm -hmm. when you guys find a dramatic stopping point, please let me know. Sure, will do. So one hand's now on the back of on the back of end of Sandus's chair, and the other's just gesturing. Nothing in particular, just like painting an invisible picture. In the yeah, air. sure. So here's the thing: there isn't a fucking perfect world, and nobody really wants one ex uh, who who has any idea what the fuck that would look like. And if they do, they're wrong. Here's what people want: basically, what we have. But better for ev but better for most people and less shitty. Or the bad people don't just get to win every fucking time. And there's enough money and there's enough food. And there's a place to sleep. That's it. That's all it fucking takes. I don't know, Layla. That's all a, it fucking takes. A, it's a lot. It means putting pay to all the fucking shitlords out there. It means doing something about the fucking monsters that it turns out are out there preying on people, biting them fucking open, eating them, stealing their souls for Christ's sake. But who says? Like... Who's Everyone. That's what no. everybody wants. No. My ba my crew doesn't want to be a what doesn't want to live in a flying fucking palace where nobody ever stubs their toe. We live in a world that is literally defined by people the want to have their clubs and their homes and their friends and three squares a fucking day. 
That's enough. That's plenty to shoot for. I'm not telling you to shut it down. I'm telling you to stop fucking panicking. You think that you thought we were going to come in here and have a big and and turn into monsters and have a fucking slug out in the middle of this boardroom? For fuck's sake. We can make the world a better place. It just takes a lot of fucking work and a lot of work together. I'm saying I'm with you, but calm the fuck down. Okay. Real quick. I would like everyone here to give me a a perception (laughs) and alertness roll. I think you're better at that because my unwoven coagitator leveled up. I would like everyone to give me a perception and alertness roll. Difficulty. Difficulty is going to be six. For me, it's only four. However, because you're dealing with someone with arcane, that's going to take away four dice. You bitch. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a fucking zero dice. Fuck. I just Um, got my my penalty reducer. Let's see if I can actually use my... uh... I'm not rolling. Don't don't even talk. I'll spend a willpower. (laughs) Don't even fucking talk to me. Okay. Spend a willpower. No, no, don't worry about spending willpower. That was a difficulty four roll for me because I got my my fucking (laughs) demon guide up to level four, you bastard. Welcome to Arcane. (laughs) Welcome to Arcane. Uh, I guess I'll use my excellency in my observation (laughs) stuff. (laughs) I I use my excellency as well. Okay, let's see if you all can beat her stealth roll. I got a two (laughs) on two dice. You did not beat her stealth roll. I got an eight. Oh, come on. <laughs> okay. Um, I will say that Rigel can see Millie. What fucking charm is it you keep using? I forget its name. Heaven Turning Calculations. Yeah, Heaven Turning Calculations has turned out to be the MVP of this fucking campaign. Yeah, it's a real workout. Like. Um, <laughs> somehow, Millie has snuck into this room. Uh, none of End of Sadness's um technological observation terrors. terrors and everything has noticed her she has come in and the only person who sees her is Rigel and she realizes that Rigel can see her cuz <laughs> she's pretty good at awareness Meanwhile, uh, Layla is Meanwhile, still piling on. And also, you should p- probably fucking apologize to Rowan. He's probably got a secret ability to like throw you into a different universe where, uh, I don't know, fucking Disney World is affordable. Meanwhile, <laughs> you don't know. Rowan and Layla, I would like you both to roll me a willpower roll. Whoa. Difficulty six. Okay. okay. Obviously, you can spend some willpower on this if you want. I mean, I got six successes. Okay. I got... Let me see. Before you tell me you can spend a willpower, I will let you know you do need more than one success. (laughs) Uh, You said difficulty six? Difficulty six. Okay, yeah, that would be why the roll came out fucked up. Uh, Two successes. Rowan, for a moment, you have a very sudden 
intrusive thought. Uh, Rigel sees this as Millie whispering in your ear. The intrusive thought is simply end of sadness is off his fucking rocker. He doesn't respect you. You should do something about that. And you push it away. You're not aware of Millie's presence. But that intrusive thought is there. That's I mean, essentially her social role. It's that she made during the actual thoughts I'm having, so it's not unusual. <laughs> <laughs> On the other hand, with only two successes, Layla versus Millie's four at subterfuge Gosh. and manipulation. You absolutely do get that thought. That end of sadness is off that rocker. That maybe you should take them up on that offer. Maybe they're a little too far gone. And Rigel, you do see Millie whispering this to to Layla. Uh. It's a little hard to point out someone who is literally invisible to other people, but well, there I is guess, some shit know. going on. See that she is trying to sneak about and be sneaky. The moment that she's in, like sort of by herself, then Rigel like turns around on his swivel chair uh, with the death of sea butterflies, you know, halfway through casting. <laughs> and like, okay, you need to explain yourself, Millie. Which side are you on? Oh, oh, sir! Wow, I was not expecting you to. Mm -mm. Actually, let that, me uh, let gets, me find Millie's voice real quick here. Gets less attention, right? As like the first couple of coils of green fire curling up from under her fingernails on the back of the chair. So that's a good time oh. to interject. So you all see uh, Millie suddenly uh, appear, berate, whatever you want to call it, inside of a chair uh, with her leg crossed over one another. Uh, and kind of swivel towards each other. Rigel, you saw her literally kind of teleport over to the chair and then swivel. It was way less impressive than to everyone this else. Continuity. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you need the actual... Uh, uh, excuse me. I was yawning there for a second. Um, if you need the actual charm that she used, she used uh, the... Um, Movement charm? Yeah, the, the movement charm that just uh, lets her just kind of like... Yeah. Uh, the in inexorable advance. That's the one. Yeah, that will be a perfect dodge against the butterflies. Mm-hmm. I guess I need to just... And it lets her do a 30 yards per, per success, and it's basically... A it's not a teleportation, but she just omits where that she was. Uh. But... It's way less impressive because you saw her and then you saw her like sit down and then like spin the chair with her legs. Way less impressive than to everyone else. <laughs> okay, so should we pause here? Uh, yeah, you know what? That sounds like a great place to pause. Yeah, we're at an hour and seven. Right. Sounds good. And pausing. And we're back. All right. So now that we're back, I think that it's dramatically appropriate to say that Millie turns around and looks to you all. Uh, she is in a pretty plain 
kind of like suit dress or like suit kind of thing. Looks to you all uh, with her fingers crossed and just kind of goes. So. Have you all decided on what you're going to do then? So I can report back to my boss. Sort of a fuck is this and who the fuck invited them? Wow. Layla, your friend is very. I look as to smack the back of Endo Sadness's head, but the fucking high back chair is in the way. End of sadness, I've been Layla's benefactor. Millie, and in I fact, know who you are literally. I mean, what the fuck are you doing here and what are you trying to pull? Rigel doesn't bust out the butterflies for nothing. I mean, Rigel didn't bust out the butterflies. He just uh-huh. threatened me with the butterflies. Yeah. And they say I'm counterintuitive and I talk. Cool. <laughs> well, you weren't invited was... to the maybe uh, team building murder exercise. No, I wasn't, which I find very upsetting. I thought I was a part of the team. But clearly, I was mistaken. So listen, whatever you all are doing, can it wait another two months? And she kind of has this, like, eye-rolling look on her face. Glances over at the countdowns. Um, not Probably looking not. that way at the moment. What do you want? Hey, the... a- attitude. She's, she said she helped with a bunch of Nazi killing, you remember? Uh-huh, yeah. I also remember a lot of people we know end up being not what they seem. And again, okay, but those were definitely real Nazis, and we really killed them for no reason. That counts for something. Like, hey, Rigel, were you busting out the butterflies for no good reason? Now, what's going on? I would like. Why were you skulking, and why were you about to frag everything in the room? Not that there's much room left at this point. I also noticed that you're kind of pointing those butterflies at me too. I I don't appreciate that. No, I'm just pointing towards her. Why? Well, she was sneaking in, and she's working for Mifras, the person that you know pretty much declared war on Doisetep. and me. Yes, and, and my cult of sadness. What the, the, the who did the what? Oh, right. I didn't fill you in on that. We hadn't got past whether or not I. Yeah, we keep today. having this bad habit <laughs> where you don't fucking do that. Yeah, cool. I was in my hell sleeping, so the Vire really had this conversation, but I got filled in later. Oh, the fucking Vire, fuck me. You remember, uh, you remember that wizard vampire, that piece of shit that came into my cult and killed a bunch of my people, and we took him off, never to be seen again? Ancient yeah, Sword of Blood God, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he showed up in my hell to give me a message from Mithras that basically said, we're at war now, lol. Millie just kind of goes... It's not wrong. It's not line, but he's not wrong. Yeah, he said some, he said something similar right before I boiled him in nuclear acid for fuel. 
Oh, that's cute. You can boil an entire vampire. No, no, no. Not an entire vampire once. Forever. People in my hell don't dissipate when they die, Millie. It lasts forever. Ah, okay. Mm. Neat. Sounds like a great hot tub. I thought we were going to try and set up a uh, uh, a thing and maybe, you know, unlink this ancient uh, Assyrian asshole's problem. Like, have you met the stars? They're lovely people, and they've got a, a, a Hogwarts that, like, doesn't isn't as shitty as, like, the real one. Oh, I so, guess, so they have toilets. So they have yeah, toilets. They do, they, do have, they do have the toilets. They do have the toilets. Oh, that, that's great. I re, you know, when they, when Twitter exploded about how the wizards, like, clean up their own poop with magic, just couldn't get behind it anymore. Was that a technocracy psyop? <laughs> no. In the world of darkness? You know, it fucking was. Holy shit. Okay, back no, here. No, no, <laughs> listen. That was actually... That was actually her being completely insane, believe it or not. The technocracy actually tried to cover it up. Didn't work. Why are you? Twitter's too volatile. What are we doing? We're standing in a bunch of bodies of of CEOs. What's not going all. on? Not oh yeah, and why the fuck aren't we aren't we ass deep in cops? There's I was wondering about that as well. Oh yeah, oh, one trip. Yeah. Please, please explain that to them. End of yeah. sentence. Fun trick, uh, Layla. When you spend as much as I, as much time as I do hacking and creating intelligent hacking computers to do whatever I want, eventually, anytime a cop tries to cross me, they get a pager that one of their family members is in the hospital, or that someone is suing them, or that they have to head down to their to, to the courthouse right now because they're being charged with something, and they run. It's amazing the things you can do when you're not in America. <laughs> no dispatch is being called out for this. They're told it's a movie if they even try and that they won't get their pension if they do. Or if they get too close, I just take away all their money. And then they have to go deal with that and quit and do something else. Why would they do this job if they're not getting paid? It's very easy to stop emergency responders from doing stuff if you want. There to. are very few people on the police force Layla, that actually believe in these things, so... You know, kudos to those who do it for the love of the job and are actually moral people, moral and upstanding people. Every yeah. all cops are bastards. Got it. What? Why the fuck uh, are are you in here sneaking around? Uh, rather than, I thought we were going to try and uh, like work this thing with Mithras out. I thought you all were going to leave London. I no, thought my warnings were not. pretty clear. When is that ever? Worked. You know, a girl can hope. Your master's trying to destroy the world and kill 8 billion innocent people. My master is trying to bring everyone in this world to the heaven they deserve. Uh -huh. That's the sort of statement that has just enough qualifications for me to think it means exactly the opposite of what it sounds like. If and yes, I'm perfectly aware I'm standing next to another fucker who likes to make statements like that. 
But I think I've got this one's bullshit mostly sorted out. It's not bullshit, Layla. I just know what I am. Adults talking. <laughs> that I want to. I want to clarify. That was Brendan out of character laughing, right? not Millie. Millie, who is like trying to keep super serious right now. Do what is heaven or hell to you and to sadness? A bunch of people running for as long as they want and then stopping when they want, eating when they want, resting when they want. That sounds horrible. Uh Uh-huh. They're not moving towards anything. Do you understand how humans work? They want to move towards something. They want to find the next great thing. No, they don't. But go on. Let's hear what the Assyrian murder god thinks heaven is. She pours a glass of red wine. Takes a swig of it for a moment. Thinks about it. And then downs the whole thing and like sets the glass down, like almost to be as dramatic as possible. Heaven is knowing your own fate. That's what Mithras will give all of us. You four included. There is no worry about choice or destination or... The question of what is next, you will know perfectly. And then you can live life happily. That's what Um, Mithras wants to give everyone is a happy life. uh, Without worry. Layla raised a hand. Question, what if my fate sucks and I'm not fond of it? If your fate sucks and you're not fond of it, you change it in your head and then your heaven tells you where it goes next. It's not a fate without choice. You have to understand, it's a fate where that you know where all of your choices will lead so you can make the best choice. And how does that intersect with other people? He like coalesces. right now, he thinks that his best choice is to nu- is to uh, fuck around with a bunch of nuclear codes, and I'm trying to convince him to chill the fuck out. The heaven that Mithras will give all of us will allow everyone their own choice. To do whatever they will with the world that they live in. Exactly how does that work? Because I think I've seen the starts of it outside. It doesn't feel pleasant, by the way. Oh, uh, how exactly does it work? Well, you see it. And then she just starts speaking gibberish. It looks like she's trying to explain it to you all. 
But no language charm can translate this. There is shit. My language charm. <laughs> oh no, my hold, hold up, hold up. You, I, I forgot. You actually have a language charm for this. Shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ritcon. Somebody bought it. Somebody bought it. Somebody bought it. I can't. I can't say that. That that charm got bought. Wait, so wait. let's get get a use out of it. That's from earthly language. Um, I don't know. Let's talk to the person who has some experience with uh with uh. I guess more experience with demon than me. Uh, Holden, uh, do you think that translating uh, the angelic language into English would work? Would that work with a charm? Or someone trying to understand angelic using... Oh, thank you. You, you, did, you already posted it. Yes. Ah, uh, fuck it. Let's say yes. <laughs> okay. This is kind of otherworldly, but it's not. But I mean, fuck, like, it may just have been cracking into Enochian for a long time. It may as well. Um, do, 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 do. Like, there's a non-zero chance, like, just with, with his background, right? Already knew the shit to start with. Okay. So. Millie takes a moment. And she thinks for just a second. But it seems to drag on four minutes. Maybe it has some meaning to that. Maybe she's using a charm for that. But to you all, it is both her keeping her hands clenched for two minutes and also a single second, which ha which to at least the two of you who have experienced time dilation kind of recognize that a little bit. And then she starts to speak. She says, Mithras is planning to achieve a status within heaven. At which point, once that Mithras can ascend to the throne of heaven, he will, according to him, accelerate time by an exponential amount. The universe itself will continue onwards and we will all be made aware of everything as it moves forwards. Exponentially. I cannot stress this enough. Seconds will turn into days, days into years, years into millennia. And we will all be aware of every choice that can ever and will ever be made 
And then we will be deposited back at the time of his ascension to heaven with that knowledge so that every human who was, will be, and is can make the correct choices going forward to make the best world possible. That is Mithras's heaven. Cool. He has a nice pitch. What are his methods? He's going to get to he, heaven. Uh huh. How does he treat his worshippers? How does he treat common people? How uh, did he treat all those people he stepped on along the way with his fucking minions, like Alexi or you? He saved me. Uh huh. I was going to die in. I was going to die in a week after this. No, fucking... I'm not asking him how he treated you. You I'm just asked how you, I, he treated me. I'm asking you how he treats the people he steps on. The people you take care of on his behalf. The people Alexi took care of on his behalf. His cultists. The people that he hurts along the way. His methods. Not the fucking plan to make the world perfect. The ba, 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 Wait, what? what? What do you mean he saved you? Uh, no, I do care about that. Let's rewind. I got the same fucking gift that you all did. Well, kind of. So I'm a... It wasn't right. It wasn't as good as you all. Do you ever feel like you're in too old of a body... Uh, not since this started, no, actually, now that you mention it. You ever feel the weight of a year in eight hours? I think that you're referring to something more than like a flippant uh, response about waiting at line at the government office. As much as I wish that I was just referring to... The government office. Which, by the way, they have still not given me my new driver's license at all. Cannot seem to find it. Paperwork gets lost along the way. It's the worst here. I don't understand how you all have made such a splash. It is the worst. It, I've been trying to get people's attention so much. I've literally done news interviews that get lost. There are Doctor Who tapes that are easier to find than my own interviews in the last five days. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting off topic. The only person I seem to be able, well, people, but person I seem to be able to make remember me are people like me or other supernatural. So, Leila, you or Mithras, who fixed me after I got back from a hell. 
Text you how? Text what? Well, according to my own little calculations, after the week that I spent, I'll I'll make mention. Me, uh, Millie is looks about roughly what you think that like a thirty five year old woman would look like. Mm-hmm. Hmm. After that week, I aged about fifteen years. Layla. It was my 21st birthday last week. Rapid blinking. Whatever happened to me when I was at fucking Stonehenge fucked me up. The time travel adventure. You could call it that. I walked through a, uh, I walked through one of the henges, and then I spent 85 years growing old. Had kids, grandkids too. And then I came back, and here I am. And then it tried to catch itself back up to what I felt like timelines were trying to fix themselves. So you're saying what? You age too fast? What does that have to do with Metris? I mean, it's horrible, but I went back to Stonehenge. And I thought that it would fix it if I went through the henge again. And instead, I went through and I heard a voice. It was him, Mithras. He said he'd stop the aging. He said he'd stop it all. All I had to do was do some work for him. You know. Do some work for him. And she gives this, like, distant look. What was I going to say? No. At the rate I was going, die in a month. And you know, Layla, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Because I didn't mean for what that I did to you or to that architect or to or giving those reports to Endron or to the U.S. government to get this fucking out of hand. But wait, that was you? That was me at first. A lot of good people died in that Endron disaster, you know? Yeah, I know. And there's not a 
day that goes by that I don't regret it. But what are you going to do when you have when someone holds your own life accountable? Not accountable when someone holds your own life in your hands, in their hands. Are they still holding your life in your hands? Like, are you powerless here? Are you like... They... Are you like, I don't know. They are They are what is stopping the aging from happening. Oh. Uh, you're not a loyal follower. You're being blackmailed. Okay. I'm sorry. I just caught up, Layla. I'm, I'm still catching up. I think she's going Cool. Millie looks to Layla and goes, please, Layla, understand. And I'm so sorry about this. And I'm so happy about what that you all have done. I'm the one who told Andrew Parker about your band. I'm the one who made sure that everything happened the way it did. Eyebrow twitching now. And why? Because Mithra said it's the way to a better world. I'm the one who got the resume for someone for Sean to the Nefandus. Has it occurred to you that his that all of his paving stones toward this heaven seem to be bricked over with fucking suffering? Once I saw once I saw what he did to you, yes. This got you between the rock and the fuck. That's why I, that's why I, that's why I tried to teach you. That's why I tried to help. That's why I've been here to help out. You know, the first thing I did when I realized that I was a god was make sure I had rules so I wouldn't do exactly what Mithras is doing to people. First thing I did. Yeah. I'll be honest, and to sadness, if you were, do you think, I don't know if you two are cut from the same cloth, but if I had to choose, between Mithras and the four of you, I'd, and she kind of like thinks for a moment. I choose the four of you. And as soon as that she says that, you can see the, like, the look on her face get a little bit more gaunt as like, 
some like the skin is pulling a little bit tighter against the bones as if she's a little bit more malnourished. She's not looking the best, but she is for once to the four of you being honest. Yeah, I'm quite open and helming, and heaven is an empty seat, and all the devils of hell are scrambling for it. And that includes me, and that includes... She bangs an elbow against End of Sadness's blood-spattered leather armchair. But I got the feeling most of them want it for, want it for bad fucking reasons. They want to do bad fucking things to people with them, with it. I didn't even want it. I just wanted to leave. And I just want this. And I just want the chair to stay fucking empty. I don't think this world needs a god. Just some people to fucking look after it. You should choose us then, Nelly. I mean, you came in here pretty hot defending me, Thrissa. Now you seem to have come all the way around. He sucks and stuff. You should choose to side with us. I can't. He has. He's stopping me from dying within the next few hours. I mean, why don't you just stop dying of old age? Like, make the conscious effort to choose not to do that by having it cured, not halted you do you think that you can cure this i don't think i know <laughs> i don't know actually no layla before you even get there i don't think i do there's a comment there <laughs> uh, oh my god End of sadness. Now they just say, "I wish I wasn't. I wish I wasn't aging at a at a crazy fucked up rate." I don't know why no one's asked me that yet. It's literally the only thing I do. End of sadness. If you could please give me a roll to see if you can defeat her intimacy of I won't look a gift horse in the mouth or okay, not I won't that? look. A, it's basically wishes aren't granted for free. Oh, Ain't no free lunch. Is that a charisma yeah. roll? It would be a charisma and leadership roll. Okay, I would absolutely you. give you either one of those specialties that I see that you have. Transparently and delightfully devilish. Yeah. yeah. Which you feel like you're being delightfully devilish or transparent. I'm being both. That's the charm. Okay. Well, then you get both. <laughs> I don't know what getting two specialties uh, gives you, but like you get to it. I ask for the two bonus dice for my demonic guide for her, even though she's sidereal, because I get it for interacting with Banes or Denizens of Hell. She literally is the cat's paw puppet of an archdevil. Yeah, you know what? I'll give as Despair 7 starts harmonizing my thoughts properly to, to, to convince her to give in to the devil. All right. Yep, yep, yep. Nine, so nine, 18, 20 dice. What's the difficulty? Difficulty six. 
And you get double pens, and I'm assuming ones do not subtract. No, they, no, no, we're that's not where we are right now. We're in a different country. Twelve successes. Twelve successes. Excellent. You have beaten her willpower of seven. And sadness will not like jumping like 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 a big fool like they usually do, but like they will get up onto the table, walk over to Millie is, put out their hand and say you should just accept me, the Antichrist, into your heart and wish to fix your fucking shit and serve under us because it's better to rule in hell. What's so punk about the status quo, Millie? She looks to you all and says, do you all at least have a cool name? Like, as a group. You don't. No. No, I don't. The werewolves of London. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, Millie. I don't know what to tell you, Millie. I'm a triple divinity. I have a bunch of different people inside of me, and I'm also a place, not a person. I don't know what you want from that. I don't go much further than that. Then. To this group that I believe will bring about a better reality than the heaven Mithras promised. I wish I didn't age so quickly. You should and I it. want to help you all. Alright. I'll flare my animal. Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't I? As no, your animal flares... It mingles with her own anima as the planetary alignment of Saturn is drawn in as ending as the planetary alignment of endings is kind of mingled with your own anima as her mayfly curse is dissolved. And then in turn, because it's now not holding anything back. Her intimacy to Mithras is also dissolved, as well as her gaze. Millicent is now your ally, not just a mentor. And all of a sudden, this is what we talk about with the radiation. Eh, you'll live. Millie. I think we need to wrap some things up here just real quick. So, Layla, what were we talking about? Yeah, or nay on killing me. Oh, that's would a good flash. Would you <laughs> please would you please settle the fuck down and hook things through this before you go doing something huge and crazy if there's any fucking alternative to it? Rigel and I already solved that problem. It was the only way to make sure you'd feel safe with me around if uh you wanted some sort of assurances. Rigel, bring out the jar. The heart cage thing? Yes, the heart cage thing, jar, coptic urn, whatever, the cool thing, the lava lamp. Get the lava lamp. Sure, I take out the wow. uh, large suitcase. Cool. You are so prepared. Right? Uh, by the way, I'm going to, uh, in the chat, very quickly uh, share Millie's uh, character sheet, Sick as well as... Yeah, as well as uh, I will note that the uh, the character sheet is titled with her sidereal title. Nice. 
right. Lila climbs up onto the table so she's at least eye to eye with Indosadness. Do you, look, you, you, did you really go 60 years without ever having just a normal fucking friend? I had uh, people I worked with that I thought were my friends, but they put me in charge of them. So I can't be friends with people I lord over. I can't be, you, one cannot be friends with their master, even if they put them there, you know, willingly. That's not how it works. That's not how leadership works, Layla. Uh-huh. And you think that I'm your, like, loyal lackey and follower? No, I think we're both good, 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 good. Of... I, was, I was okay. No, Layla, I, was okay. I, I think yes. we're the loyal lackey and follower oh. of Rigel, the guy who's about to be in charge <laughs> of the world. I was that's, hoping you guys are my friends. That's adorable. I just don't know um, what it looks like. So, okay, so you have no fucking idea how friends work. No, I'm not really? asking you to, like, give me your testicles and a fucking lead line oh, vault. you're late for that, Layla. Makes a knocking sound on their pelvis. <laughs> oh, I am just gonna, oh. like, stand in this corner and uh, ignore you this conversation. You all were super pissed off about it, okay? This is on you, not me. Just, Millie's I, just gonna kind of, like, elbow Rowan, just be like, is he normally like this? Hey. Sorry, they. All I'm asking is for you to just say yes. I will try to consider. I will try to consider the rest of your all of your fucking feelings before I go and do something fucking bonkers. You think I don't consider your feelings? We came here in the middle of you uh, potentially kicking off World War Three and just had to kind of find out about it off the back foot. But like we did that whole thing with the time travel machine because you were sad. <laughs> Okay, we're not talking about personal consideration here. We're talking about, like, maybe lupus in before you break the universe, if there's fucking time. Before you break the universe or turn the world upside down and yeah, shake right. it by the balls if there's time to... You, you'll you'll do that for me? Yeah, I can do that. I can keep you in the loop. Thank you! And that's... And, <laughs> and indeed, the words of that pledge are inscribed <laughs> in the air between their two uh, uh, surging animas for a few moments. Yeah. Lovely. I will hold you to that. That's all I need. All right. Fuck's sake! And she just drops off the table into one of the rolling chairs and it goes all the way back and like bumps up against the wall and slides no back. One's, the table. No one's asked why some of the CEOs are still alive either. It's the best. They've been watching this whole thing. No, no, there's still a few. There's still a few that are still alive and they're very God. excited about all this. Well, I had to keep a few of them alive. Despair 7 and the Viator. Both. She's not even listening. Layla is just rifling through one of their pockets to get a pack of cigarettes and a lighter out. It's probably for the best. Millie gets you a lighter and a, a pack of the good cigarettes. I had to have a few witnesses to the massacre or else it would have been a secret and our enemies would have found out about it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Hey, it made sense to me sense. when Despair 7 told me about it, okay? I don't know what to tell you. Rigel, you're up next. What about me? Come up on right, the table goddamn urn. <laughs> Sorry? All right, give me your hand. Okay, I'll give it okay, I'm gonna, I take out a, I take out a, a nail that's been turned into a knife from my other hand. I'm putting it over our hands. Okay, don't be a big pussy about this. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Don't be a big jerk about this. And I will okay. stab our hands with the nail and shake on it. All right. I mean, wow. if you stab your hands with the nail, I assume that's like at least a point of lethal damage. Sure, whatever. Sure, I'm Nuclear sure you have power. time to heal it. Yeah, I have 87 health levels. I'm fine. 
nuclear infernal power flows from my anima bonfire up through the handshake and the nail up into you up into the jar and the heart starts beating with like green silver fire i consign my soul to rigel star as per the terms of our agreement you're so fucking weird did you know that he needs it to build a weapon they are absolutely the weirdest but not complaining. So, would you all like some information on my former boss? That yeah. sounds lovely. Now, now that you're not um, sort of beholden to him for your, and that's horrible. I'm, I'm sorry he did that to you. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're probably going to have a screaming match about like the the vampire thing later, but I'm sorry he did that to you. That's fucking bullshit. Oh, oh, don't worry, don't worry about the vampire thing. We we can totally yell about that once we've saved the world. Okay, but you know, um, now that you're not sort of you know uh, Stockholm syndromed into having to you know justify his bullshit, what is he actually planning? Like, oh, like. Did you not hear my entire explanation about universal acceleration through like yeah, time it, yeah, it sounded yeah. like I was trying to wad time up into a ball and eat it, uh, but you kept trying to like pitch it like that wasn't a fucking batshit crazy bubble thing. Oh no, that's exactly what he's trying to do. He thinks that by uh, bringing himself to the throne of God, uh, that he can predict everything and then can give everyone the perfect life that they've ever wanted. So, I mean, what's his plan for, like, the first time um, I decide that it would be, like, really fucking keen if all of the assholes in the world, you know, violently and painfully kick off and they'd rather... Oh, well, so... Mithras is what you would call a fallen angel. So, like, he's... I guess it's a he has actually been to heaven. Like that's where he was born. Right now he's not exactly in heaven. He's kind of in 30, maybe 40 stone pieces out in the Western British Isles. Now he's in Brighton. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, he's not in Brighton. He's in Stonehenge. She oh, no, actually says that. Wait. Wait. How many of those ICBMs do I have access to? No. Bad. No. Fine, no. Fine, fine. <laughs> Not until the end of the campaign, you don't. Fine. Oh, yeah, no, he's... He is possessing the entirety of Stonehenge. Anyway, um... I can't believe I'm going to get to vandalize Stonehenge. No, very. Imp- it's gonna be really cool. I'm just gonna turn um, into Woodhenge, aren't you? Here's Woodhenge. <laughs> Woodhenge doesn't fucking exist. Get out of here. <laughs> That's what here's the thing about how he has explained heaven to me. If you sit on God's throne, which is his plan, you become God. Makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Well, biblically speaking, God decreed that all humans get 
free will. Like you are free to choose where you want to go, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, still following. So in Mithras's perfect universe, he's going to take that away. And there it fucking is. Right. Yeah. See, that's where he's going to make the perfect universe. It it kind of tracks as, you know, being a harmonious, perfect place where no one can harm each other and everyone goes towards their best place and everything. But also. You kind of take away free will, which. Well, let's be honest, kind of sucks, but. I'll be real, I was kind of in a spot there. Until you guys came along. I guess you were hoping for someone to stop him before he goes that far. Do people still actually have working genitals in this, like, version of reality, or do they just, like, have the blurred out, like, the No, I mean, how else are you going to have more kids? Yes, how else? No wonder. (laughs) <laughs> Looking directly at end of sadness. My afterlife was an afterlife, not a place for humans to frolic and live like it was Earth, Layla. It had a different purpose than that. Earth was going to be Earth over here, and I was going to be not near it. Again, I didn't want to do that to all of Earth. I was super clear about that. It was like some religion that had that capacity. We'll, we'll, get you, we'll get you caught up on the in-jokes and um, their weird bullshit at, at some point. Continue. I mean, that seems pretty much to be his plan. He does have a few lieutenants that I'm sure you're aware of, uh, excluding myself. Um, there's, well, there's Teddy, the virtual adept, uh, a master of time and space who is very good at ingratiating himself to people. There's Pleasance, a let's call her a demon worshiper. Um, that's about the best I could describe her as. Then Lydia. Lydia. Well, Lydia was in it for a little bit. We haven't been able to get contact with her for uh, since. Since before the New Year's, actually, it seems like she's gone dark. There was Xavier. But he's certainly dead by now. Yeah. But it's fine. Well, not it's fine. Actually, I should probably say it's not fine for you all. Um, Mithras did replace him. With. Well. Someone who's been messing with the dead. I'm sure if you all looked around and noticed, um, there have been 
a little bit more violent acts on the rise in the in the Greater London area. Um, I don't know what this guy is. I've never seen anything like him. But, um, she kind of looks down at her phone and goes, wait, I think I have an idea. And she scrolls through her phone very, very quickly. While she's doing that, Layla is fiddling with a with one of those gold chased, uh, you know, clicky pens, like the really expensive ones, on the surface of the desk, and like looking at the uh, the executive next to her. Who is she sitting next to now that it turns out some of them are still alive? Um, some female executive. Cool. I, cool. Layla, who as well, Millie's looking shit up on her phone. Layla is going to uh, give her like the squinty stare and use naked wicked souls to find out exactly what is the worst thing that a see that a um, an exe- that a Pentex executive has done. <laughs> what exactly? What like exactly? What kind of like evil corporation are we dealing here? What what's the oh, okay? So. So that's a so that's we are perception about to get... empathy against the difficulty of targets wits plus subterfuge. Okay, uh, wits plus subterfuge. Wits plus subterfuge. Let's see. Um, this is a Pentex executive, so difficulty is going to be a, an eight. Eight. Oh, they're they're very witty and they are very good at lying. Okay, I'll just, I think I'll throw an excellency on for 14 dice there. There it is. So many dice. Do I have an equitable insight for empathy? Does that oh, yeah, you know what? Insight, I'll totally give you that specialty. Okay, cool. Wow, only two successes. Dang. Nice. Difficulty 8. Difficulty 8 is, uh, that can be a little spicy. I didn't roll any 10s. I didn't roll any 10s. How many successes did you say? Two. Two. Okay, with two successes. And I will do that in just a moment, Peter. Um, With two successes, the sins that you notice from this Pentex employee is that first off, I'm going to tell you my own headcanon on Pentex board members. Oh boy. They are completely and utterly hollowed out by the worm. There is not a single bit of individuality about Pentex board members. Maybe an Endron board member can have a little bit of individuality. Maybe a black dog gaming person who's on the board can have a little bit of individuality, but a person in charge of the mega corporation of Pentex is completely and utterly without a doubt hollowed out by the worm. Their sins are too vast to number their 
the things that they have done in the pursuit of their goals are the kinds of things that would make enemies of creation blush. They have done horrific things to make the worm prosper in small ways, in big ways, to the point that their entire existence is the worm. How do you feel having something so unabashedly evil in your presence? About the time Millie looks up from her phone, she sees Layla click the point of that pen out and slam it right in the middle of that woman's throat. Ah, odds. <sighs> there it is. <clears throat> Uh, do you, do you take the pen cap off so that so the blood can splurt? <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Um, I'm afraid you're going to have to find some other messenger boys. These 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 don't get to walk away. They're not messengers. If you, if you could see what... I don't care what they are. If you could see inside of them like I just did. There's more humanity in a fucking cockroach. Mm-hmm. That's how it starts. The realization, Layla. And drags you further oh. and further over to where I am. So at this point, as soon as you finish that up and like Millie just kind of like wipes some blood off of her phone, she shows you all this picture of a dude that looks like basically a fucking lich. Like skin peeled back, like as drawn tight as she can or Flick as drawn tight hair. as it can. Slicked back hair. It's got kind of a mul- like a black mullet going on. Um, it actually does have a guitar on its back and some leathers. Um, and it has a smile that is like everything. It it looks very much like uh, it looks like a fucking uh, Slayer album cover. Uh, it very much looks like Eddie the Iron Maiden uh, mascot, which also He's looks like the, the Devastator. Uh, the antagonist yes. from Princes of the Universe. Mm-hmm. Full circle. Oh, I like when, uh, at, when, After the, you all defeat him, I will show you his character sheet. But, for now, that's Mithras' new recruit. I don't know what he does. Except for He's been resurrecting a lot of dead people. He just goes to graveyards and starts yelling at graves, and then people get up. Because oh, of have parties. He's reversing the London Underground uh, uh, grave lines of his, I think. What's called? <laughs> Maybe. The so, railway. There we go. Oh, John. By the way, 
She looks to you all, just kind of smiles. Do you all think you can take down Mithras and the rest of his crew? Because if so, I'm on your side. We won't know until we try. I know where he is, and I can help you all plan. I know his basic defenses. I don't know him at his full power or his people at their full power. But I can help. I'm pretty fond of my free will, so I say we give it a shot. What is it with demons and free will? Oh, such weird about they're so weird about it. I mean, how hard will it be to glass Stonehenge? Not hard, Rigel. You'd Not be hard. surprised. There's according to Mithras's documents that he shared with me, an obscene amount of it that's underground. It actually links up a little bit with the Hollow Earth. Oh, Christ, and that again. Well, I mean, I did have to send you all back there to make sure that he made it. Wait, what? 50's Mike. What? The angel. The angel. He got. He said he was an angel, remember? He built a missile to go to heaven. Well, he didn't fucking make it, did he? Jesus. No, he didn't. And everything there needed to happen, because if it didn't, Mithras wouldn't have told me about you all. Oh, this time set things. I wouldn't have set things in motion. And you all wouldn't be who you are now. Hmm. Well, then truly, in the most literal sense of the word, his kindness was his weakness. Don't mistake who he was in the Hollow Earth for who he is now. Who he was there was a real person and someone worthy of your respect and your admiration. What he is now is a fucking monster. Could we not, like, go back and stop? It's You're already messed with time. God damn it, Peter. <laughs> God damn it, Peter. <laughs> I'm declaring a, mor a moratorium on any more time fuckery. We've already got, like, slap-happy gems coming out of our ears. Plus, going back in time and destroying him back then would be pointless. He's powerful now, and we can harvest that. The other thing about that is that by changing his timeline from that point, you would be also interfering with your own. God damn it. Which could cause some massive Back to the Future-style backlashes. Like, End of Sadness could just start... Marty McFlying right in front of us. Nah, not never existing is not the worst thing in the world. You, the stakes have to be much more pressing. The stakes here are simple enough. Kill Mithras. Harvest his power for our own uses. Save the world. I have qualms about that second part, 
yeah. considering uh, the entire first part of the conversation that happened earlier today, which I was not a part of, well, well, by the way. That. What are you talking about? <laughs> Never mind. No, I just, I, I've lost the thread here. What do you mean, Rowan? Help me out. I mean, the fact that you were about to nuke the entire world or pretend what? to nuke it. What? No, God damn it. I was taking over the nuclear launch site so I could have control of them and be able to lock down any launches that happened, or at the very least, launch them all into the ocean. And before I go, oh my God, that'd be catastrophic for the ocean. It wouldn't. It just wouldn't. Like, it'd be a little worse than an Endron oil spill, but we have like eight of those a year and literally no one's doing anything about it. There are a whole Panama Papers about this. Look, look, okay, look, look, look. I mean, water is great absorbing radiation, so... Yeah, it would, it would diffuse it. It would absorb and diffuse it. Yes, it I know the science. Okay. That's besides the point. <laughs> all right, I'm glad. I'm glad we know the science. Okay. That's all I wanted. That's all I was cared about. So we're all on the same page. We're going to go and take out Mithras. Yeah, I mean, this is the most elaborate... This is the most elaborate suicide plea I've ever seen in my life, but yeah, we'll go take him out for him. I Excellent. Mean, I guess he the nuclear option really... would be going back in time to stop this. But like if we stop him, at least you know we save free will by sacrificing ourselves. We don't have to I... go back in time and stop. We just stop him now. But what why the Okay, so a lot of a lot of things happened in the last by the way, are the other execs just sitting there waiting for us to get around to kill killing the rest of them because they literally are. Like I'm sacrificing them on the Layla has no plan to let any of them walk out of this room. They're, they're not meant to walk out of They don't want to walk out of this room. That's the weird thing about it. Yeah, Layla, 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 watch, watch, watch. You, get on the altar. Sure. Okay, now slap yourself in the face. All right, cool. I don't know if that came through the mic, but I did yeah. actually just slap myself. With, okay, cool. All right, Anastas will pick up the sacrificial dagger and sacrifice them through the heart, and it'll grow this area a little bit. Wow. Uh... <laughs> I, I need I need to leave. I need to go. I, I wait. Sacrifice a big deal. Millie looks looks to Rowan and goes, "Wait, hold up. I want to I want to get a sanctified deal here. Everybody, put your hand in the center. Say your given title, so that Layla can sanctify it, so that we know that we're all going to fight Mithras." I end of sadness of the Typhon divinity, along with the Viator of Null Space and Despair Seven, and of course my little buddy Whispers of the Labyrinth hereby state that we, with all intention, all of us are going to go in and kill Mithras. No questions asked. No talking him down. No negotiating. No laying him spare. Leaders don't get to live after we've killed their minions. If nobody else is going to pick it up, uh, Millie's going to go next. <laughs> uh, Millie puts her hand in and goes, I, Millicent Smith, title the end singer, will make sure that Mithras is taken down. <laughs> I mean, Layla's going last, so. Yeah. Okay, Rowan. looking at Rigel and Rowan now. What am I supposed? Yes. What am I supposed to do? You and the sadness. You just betrayed. Are we not going to? 
What's up, Rowan? You literally just called me useless just a moment ago. Why do you want even want me in here? I, I'm just, I'm going. Oh, I'm, oh right. shit, is he limit breaking right now? Oh shit, it's happening. No, 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 no oh, Rowan, shit. you're not. You, you know what? Let, wants to leave, let him leave. We can talk to him later if he's really upset right now. Plus, I just killed someone in front of him. We killed like two people in front of him. He hates that. You were being kind of a dick earlier, yeah. Yeah, sorry, it's the first time. Yeah, the yeah. Last, can you like, can you maybe like apologize to him? Sure. Yeah. You know what, Roan? Is Roan still here? Uh, I don't know. What do you think is more interesting? That's what I'm asking. Like, if he's gonna leave and not gonna be like, no, wait, come back. It's like, okay, well, he clearly wants to leave. I mean, if you want to defect and join Mithras here, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, if you want to defect and join Mithras, like, Nega Roan, okay, and go back together. I mean, I honestly don't know because you guys, you you pushed him out. <laughs> Anyway, oh. if Rowan's still in the room, Rowan, look, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you feel useless. I should have chosen my words better when I was talking to Layla and respected what you contribute to, you know, our lives and our friendship, okay? I don't think you're useless. I just was very clear that if push came to shove, you would probably need to call everyone in to, like, kill me because it'd be difficult for you, right? You don't really like doing the things me and Layla do. And Rigel I don't like doing them either. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll table that one. And Rigel tends not to get his hands dirty, but you don't like ending lives. Like, you're still very much there. You haven't gone so far over the horizon like I have. I respect that. It's good. That's what we need in this group. We need someone who's more human. Then can I tell you to... You need to stop. Stop Just what? Never Help me mind. Out. I don't even know how to process any of this. This is Mithras. Obviously, he needs to be stopped. And I, I fine. Yes, ah, me, Sean Peterson. That's my name, by the way. Or Rowan. It's nicer. I'll help stop Mithras, but there, there's got to be. We've got to talk about this. You can't just. What is going on? Just go on. Keep going. I need Sir Rigel Starr, the Celestial Sensor, will do everything in my power to stop me for us. I don't have a Jolly Pirate nickname. You absolutely should. Why don't you? Is it like the Citrine Knight or something? <laughs> We need to come up with some cool name for her. Absolutely not. <laughs> but oh, no. I, I mean, I don't have a nickname either. She gonna who lives with her name. <laughs> I hate a lot of you. Maiden <laughs> of unlawful carnal acts. Absolutely not. Now. I'm I'm not making up a jolly pirate nickname for this, but um, I'm I'm not letting some demon fuck over everything and everyone either. Yep, fucking he's going down. We got into this. He put us into this together, and he's gonna fucking regret it. I agree. She puts her hand out in the middle of the circle there. Mm-hmm. Hey. 
The powers of hell will stop heaven. By the powers of hell, we'll stop heaven. <laughs> there it is. And cut. <laughs> and cut. <laughs> there we go. And we better oh. be doing this tomorrow because I used up a lot of essence in this. <laughs> right? Oh, <laughs> you guys absolutely are. Um, I should let you guys know, uh, Millie, uh, before we actually do cut, uh, Millie does give you all the name of the lich who is uh, resurrecting uh, a bunch of people. It is Philip the Wise. All right. Interesting. Lich Philip. Prince Philip. Prince Philip. Oh my god. Is that like a guy? <laughs> I told you I made this character and I told a bunch of friends about it and they said, if you don't do this fucking joke, we'll be very disappointed in you. Instead, we're all disappointed in you, so, well. <laughs> so it's good. fine. Uh... All right. Can't wait we, to show you whose character sheet. Are we are we crashing it? Or are we doing a little more here or what? I think that was a good outro line. All right. Well, then I was Devin. Brendan. Peter. Holden. And this is Tim. Shit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you the outro. Asshole. I didn't mean to do that. Can we do the outro now? <laughs> all, right, all right. All right. Sam, continue, please. I'm sorry. That's all I had to say was my name. Hello, I'm Sam. Goodbye. And that was the end of the episode. Sponsored by nobody. Signing off. (laughs) This game is a collaboration between A Pair of Dice Lost and Sponsored by Nobody Podcasts. You can find us at apairofdicelost.podbean.com and sponsoredbynobody.podbean.com. You can find Exalted vs. World of Darkness over at holdenshearer.wordpress.com.